You're listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. Find out more at MomentumAustralia.org. Welcome to this week's Momentum. Tim and Dave's uh, so thrilled to be back with you once again, and we really, really appreciate you tuning into the show. Des, how are you tracking this week? You well? I'm doing well, man. It's always good to be back on air and uh, talking with some interesting people about life and how we can do it better. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, thank you, Des, for the catchphrase is essentially why Momentum exists. We exist to help you to do life better. And uh, if you, you haven't already, uh, have a look at the website, MomentumAustralia.org. Check into the first 38 shows that we've done so far of Momentum last year. And uh, there's a whole bunch of different topics there that we explore and uh, hopefully give you some tips and advice and some wisdom and some gleanings that you can uh, apply to your life this year in 2022. And uh, as Dad said, hope you help you to do life just that little bit better. And as guys, that's that's a heart. We, we want to help all guys live the best life that they can. MomentumAustralia.org for the website and uh, encourage you to have a look around the website and if you do feel inclined to uh, pledge a few dollars and keep momentum on the air we, we are a not-for-profit organization and a ministry we, we do so value your support in helping us just to keep the momentum show running and on the air right around the country helping men all around the country and you can sew into that online at the at uh, the website momentumaustralia.org and Desnine on behalf of the men listening right now as well. So grateful if you would uh, pledge your support. But back to this week's show, um, the guy who joined us last week for the top 10 tips coming into 2022, Pastor Steve Wickham is back this week. Steve's currently working for the DFES in uh, Western Australia. He's uh, an associate pastor. He's been a school chaplain. He counsels people. He marries people. He helps people just do life better. And uh, he also helps people with the 12 Steps program, which primarily deals with addiction. And on the flip side of that, helps people deal with trauma mm-hmm. in their life as well yeah. through counseling. And Steve, officially, welcome back to the show, first off. Thanks so much, Tim and Des. Yeah. And, you know, we, we mentioned the word trauma there. And as we come into 2022, um, this is something that we wanted to talk about intentionally at the beginning of the show because... The reality is when we think about trauma, we think about an event or a one-off experience. And yet, when we probably look back at the last two or three years that we've been dealing with this pandemic, uh, we would argue now that a lot of us are carrying some degree of anxiety, stress, and dare we say, a degree of trauma around just being alive. We're not sure of the future. There's so many things that are uncertain and everyday things change and new things flip and whatever. So we thought we'd want to speak into this space and really just see if we can help guys uh, where you're at right now. So I think let's start by by unpacking this word trauma Mm -hmm. and defining Mm -hmm. what it actually means and what it is. Yep. The American uh, Psychological Association define it as uh, an emotional response to a terrifying event, which is kind of a banal way of saying it. But to me, it comes down to the word overwhelm, you know, when, you've, when you're overwhelmed. Mm. Because trauma, a lot of people, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, I, trauma's not in my life. But actually, when we look at it, trauma's in, in just about all of our lives. And mm. particularly in the context of the last two years, you know, there's so much exhaustion. People have had enough. Uh, people are stressed. And I think you were mentioning before, Des, about how people are who never get stressed are more stressed than and so there's an elevated there's an ambient level of stress in society now and it's a real issue and it, it does speak to trauma so i think what what i want to encourage guys to do is to say you know could this could the could the stress could the anger could the the emotions that i could that come that just come in a flash mm. can some of that be ar- around the stress uh, and you know we talked about post-traumatic stress and that sort of thing as well so there's a interweaving of all of these things in in trauma 
let's not uh, pathologize the word trauma because it's actually a, it is a thing in all our lives. So one of the words that you mentioned initially is overwhelm. Yep. Right. And so when we th- when we think of overwhelm, I think a lot of people listening right now and around the world would probably agree that there is absolutely a sense that we've had some of that at some stage, if not carrying a low level of that all of the time over the last few years. Is that what you think is at the core of trauma? Or is it fear of the unknown? Is it um, lack of control? Like, or is it all of these things combined to some degree? I think it's all of those things that that well up. And there are there are the, one of the best things about counselling, or one of the best things about reflection, is we can list these things. If we can put them on the table, we can ad- identify them. We can it gives us more power. But it, it's these intangible things that join up together hmm. that make for overwhelm. And it's something that. Yeah, it just wells up, and and it and it and it's it's just too much, and that's that's really effectively what trauma is. So, so Steve, just a, another question. I mean, obviously, people in their childhood and growing up have different degrees of uh, goodness and badness in their world. Um, some of which causes stress and emotions so forth. So, you know, as as a man who's in his twenties, thirties, forties, right through to an old man like me, I mean, how? How much does that those early years sow into what we see as trauma right now? If we ground the discussion in attachment theory, um, you know, attachment, it, it's up to 50% of uh, Western men have got some attachment issues. So we're not securely attached. Some of us are a little bit anxiously attached or maybe a bit avoidantly attached. But what really that means is that we were missed in our, you know, parents missed us in some ways or our care in those set and forget years, those naught to five to ten, those early years. And I call it a set and forget because once it's set there, then we've got we've got some of that, that that's not just the biology, but some of the culture that we've learned, that we've grown up with. Can I ask you just to clarify that again? Because mm-hmm. I've heard that term before, the yeah. the attachment thing and, and what you were saying there. So just describe mm-hmm. what what that actually is. Is that like that we, we didn't feel connected to our parents, we felt rejected, we felt abandoned at times yep. or or not or unsafe? What exactly is well, that? Well essentially there are four styles. One of them is secure attachment and there is three that that are insecure and Two of them, uh, the the worst one is kind of a disorganised kind of style of attachment where there's there's th- that's where personality disorders can come out. And one of the good things about today is that we're we're, we're actually diagnosing more ADHD. We're diagnosing more, you know, and it actually helps us to understand why why it is I you know flash off in anger or why it is I I do that. But you know, so many of us, you know, and I, and I, I would I, I wouldn't consider myself particularly securely attached and I've had to work through issues hmm. um, and I just uh, I think that's that's, that's that's a big issue in, in a lot of our lives so I mean Des was talking there about um, you know when we're, when we're kids and, and some of the things that we experience we'll come back and explore that later but let me ask you this then how much does our personality right um, and how much do do the things that happen yep. right how much does that play into some of what we remember yep. as kids as potential trauma? So let me explain yeah. that again. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, for one person who's got perhaps a, a more outgoing personality, right? It was like, oh yeah, that, well that was a tough experience, but it, but it's okay, I, I got through it. Whereas somebody who is a bit more sensitive, for example, mm-hmm. a, an inward personality or whatever, introvert, yep. might take 
what somebody else thought was just an okay experience and go, actually, for me, that was traumatic. Yes. So it's a nature-nurture debate, isn't it? And I know that some people mm. you know, prefer one over the other, but if we went 50-50, you, got, you bring some of your personality in that it's, that's there from day one. And if you are sensitive or you may be very deeply introverted or, or, or whatever it is, mm. that can actually be part of it as well. So let's not discount that. So how do you bring all these components together and, you know, um, and so you've got all these little levers that are pulled and pushed and so forth. How do you bring those together to create a wholesome person? Do you know what I mean? So you can see the whole picture. One of the best uh, opportunities we have in life is to get to know ourselves and to learn who, who we are, yeah. uh, to accept that. Um, and because from acceptance, we can move on and we can grow and, and, and mature and, and have less fear in our lives, less anxiety, less sadness, you know, heal up. Um, we've all got healing to do. And mm. it's it's actually just getting to know ourselves and inviting God into that journey is just a massive opportunity for all of us. So be open to therapy, be open to uh, mentoring, be open to uh, friendships that draw out those things. And going deep with people is just a, a really good thing. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Memento, by the way. We are so thrilled that you've joined us on the show. Uh, it's Tim and Des with you, and our special guest is Pastor Steve Wickham. MementumAustralia.org is the website where you can find out a bit more about the show. We're talking about trauma this week. And Steve, um, you know, we've talked about what trauma is. Des, you know, brought in the, the discussion of some of us, uh, all of us to some degree, have some childhood trauma and things like that. Let's look at then how do we actually diagnose that we might be carrying something because for some of us we've always just had a short fuse or there were subjects that we were just a little prickly around you know how do we know that that's actually trauma that's unresolved in our life or something that's unresolved in our life that needs attention yeah yeah what what are those signs and indicators that we can look at as men and for men listening now that they go oh okay i'd never actually thought about that 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 was connected to something back at when i was five years old and this happened to me like how, how do we make that connection well two things and this comes from from the peacemaking background that i've got as far as attacking and escaping you know if we uh if we've got we withdraw and we're withdrawing or they've they've got the opposite response of of anger uh fight flight freeze and fawn those are the four kind of uh, trauma uh responses fight flight freeze Freeze and fawn so fawn. fawn is really seeking people's approval or or agreeing when we don't agree you know and and actually you know sort of um, it's it's smiling in the face of danger. We we are actually uh, fearful inside, and we're we're just trying to appease the other person. Mm. So fawning is is a is a trauma response. Freeze, deer in headlights. You know, it's that kind of oh, I don't know. Maybe you freeze in your mind, or you don't know how to respond. Mm. So those those are, are the four common uh, trauma responses. But you know, anger, emotions that that, that spring up out of any, uh, nowhere, um, and the. The, the person who's on the receiving end, I, I just want to encourage that person to, to sit in the space and to, um, uh, to, to, to be compassionate. That, that not all of these angry responses and that sort of thing are, are because a person's bad. A lot of it can be because there's trauma there. So I want to jump in on and say you've 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 got a blog that you've written mm. about this yeah. and uh, if you're listening right now you can you can do this at a separate time after the show but Steve Wickham Counselor is Steve's uh, website you can well you can Google that and then you'll take you to the website you'll find the blog and the article that you've written on trauma and post traumatic stress and you say this trauma responses are not a choice they're a conditioning yeah. so the person cannot be blamed for reacting or over 
reacting. Yep. And I think that's huge. Yeah, it is. Because often we look at people and this reaction or what we perceive as an overreaction and we kind of want to blame the person mm. and go, well, you know, get a hold of yourself. Mm. Where's your self-control? Yeah. And yet the reality mm. is if there's something that's happened as a trauma response, it's been a conditioned response as opposed to a choice. And yep. that's exactly what you're saying. So exactly. unpack that a bit for us. Well, the other thing in, in that is we get to, we condemn ourselves and judge ourselves because we've we've overreacted and that sort of thing. Right. You know, but you know, if something's hap- if something happens in a flash and you don't have you don't have that ability and, and that there's something deeper in that. And that's something to press into. And, you know, obviously, if we have a trigger, uh, triggering is a word. I'm glad it's actually a word these days. It's a Mm, thing. mm. Um, You know, explore it. Try and understand what leads up to it. And so you can work your way through it. And that is post-traumatic stress. It's how triggering occurs. And, you know, again, it's the the person who's sitting with you. Maybe it's a wife or a partner or a mother or whoever it is. Just to have the have the compassion to think there could be this is an invitation to to, to work through something mm. rather than condemn or judge the judge judge mm. the person. What are the triggers that make somebody look at themselves and say, "I'm I'm dealing with something that I don't understand"? What are the things that men would see in themselves or should look out for in themselves uh, to ma- make them start to? question things and then what are the steps that they would take um, to resolve those things well if we if we don't like the way that we respond to things i think that's the perfect invitation that's good to Mm. to explore that more Mm. um and you know it's 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 about not judging ourselves it's actually about believing that we could actually grow through this Uh, seeing it as an opportunity really important you mentioned respond there steve and let me just embellish on that because um i think another key thing that we can be aware of and i've learned this the hard way Mm. to be honest over the years is do i respond or do i react yeah yeah because the two are quite different if you find yourself Mm. reacting um whether it's through anger or you know um it's something that you don't control Yeah. yeah is in a reaction to something and it's always around a particular topic or subject or person or something that generally resp- mm. indicates that there's something underneath that as opposed to a response which is measured yeah. uh, it might be you know a firm a firm response mm. but it, it's measured I've got, I've got control of my response and yep. I'm not just flying off on, on, on a handle. Well, some psychology 101, you know, using the higher mind, we've got this reptilian mind in, in, our, in our brains where we just flash off and, and, and do things like a lizard would. Mm. Um, but we've got this higher mind, thus, um, uh, human beings. We, if we just delay our response, and as you say, respond rather than react. If we pause, just take a moment, um, you know, that's, that's actually a good thing. And it, it invites, maybe this is where prayer comes in. Mm. Lord, help me. Mm. Help me. Just for a few seconds. And then and then respond, what's the wise thing to do in this situation? We're going to take a short break and come back and explore this some more. We're talking trauma this week on Momentum with Pastor Steve Wickham. On the other side of the break, we're going to look at some specific scenarios where you might be able to relate to. Some things that perhaps you uh, are carrying in your life where you can go, oh, okay, that's as a result of that and that I can relate to. We're going to explore some of those and then give you some tips as to how to work through this. And, uh, you know, as we started the show by saying that we're all carrying a degree of some level of this after the last few 
few years of the pandemic that we've been going to. So stay tuned for more on the other side of this break. In the meantime, I'd love you to check out the website, MomentumAustralia.org. You can find out more about the show. You can also check out previous episodes of the show and find out a bit more about Des and I and what the show hopes to achieve. You are listening to Momentum. We're going to be back real soon with Pastor Steve Wickham. Stay tuned. You're on Momentum. It is uh, Tim and Des with you once again as we unpack the uh, topic of trauma this week. We're going a little deep with Pastor Steve Wickham. Steve, it's really great to have you in the chair, mate. We've uh, really explored some of the uh, the things around trauma, what it is, what it looks like, some things that perhaps might indicate that we've got some low-level um, trauma happening in our lives through reactions as opposed to responses and some triggers that might be pushed. Uh, if if men have listened to the first half of the show and maybe had some light glow moments or some awareness and, and things like that around some of the stuff that they might be carrying or dealing with, and we're going to look at some specific scenarios in a moment, but what's a good way to practically take some steps forward to start dealing with that? Awareness yep. is the first key, obviously, to go, okay, Huge. I never thought about this. Maybe I've got some stuff I need to look at mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. What What's a good starting point for them? Well, it takes a lot of courage to to admit that we've got there's an opportunity there to work through. You know, there's obviously there's counsellors and counselling can help, but there's mentors. You know, so you go down down a level to uh, people that are that are important in our lives and maybe older older men and older older people who can speak wisdom into our and receive give us compassion who can listen to us, but also the importance of those deeper relationships with other men because that's what we all need. We all need we all need these other men in our lives that we we're able to to share and we can experience them holding holding space for us mm. and and them to affirm and and give us give us that encouragement that we, that we need to press on and and to and to work through these these issues. So um, mm. yeah, it's it's all about connection. It's all about connection. Yeah, and there's two sides to that, Steve, isn't there? There's there's a side that says you know I've got a buddy here who will listen to me and uh, encourage me and support me and the other side of it of course is accountability so you know as i start to change my world then that these these close friends of mine will hold me accountable and and help me make the right decisions to come through and so this so that whole men to men relationship connecting all that stuff is so critically important as we go through trauma and the importance of accountability, but not punitive accountability. So it's accountability yeah. that's relational, and that there's no, you're not being judged. Yes. We're we, we're doing this together, and uh, and it's so important that that kind of accountability. Yeah. Well, I think also, also as well, I, I think it's it, it probably is a balanced approach to go. We we probably need some professional help to some yeah. degree, and a professional yeah. counselor yeah. or somebody in that space can yep. help deal with some of the the real messy background or the 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 help us to understand the whys and the things mm. behind that yeah. but then having the close friends yeah. that know us on that level yes. and can just support us in yeah. that space yep. hold that space with us listen to what we might be going through yep. and uh, like you said yep. hold us accountable to some degree as well i think it's a balance of the and two in, in some ways our friends our good mature friends may actually be an advantage because i would say you know i say this with some hesitation but not all counsellors are trauma what we call trauma informed i know that um, probably from a, a psychologist so a lot of those have done study in the area but one of the things we do get from our friends uh, that people know us and have got a real vested interest in our lives is there's something deeper there as well. So uh, don't be afraid of pressing into that. Hmm. Um, 
and you know it's you your what you feel and how 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 you're going you be your your best barometer of that um if you're humble yeah. enough to be to be listening to to um to and you trust trust others to speak into your life mm. great mm. can i also say on the back of that though if 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 we're the friend that someone comes to mm-hmm. and they've got this issue you know, and it's fairly heavy and deep, and we want to be there for them, yeah. right? As as a man, we and a friend, we want to be there for them, but we don't fully understand the background or what's going through it, or we find it a little intimidating yeah. even to go. Yeah. Well, this is way beyond what I can yeah. handle. You see, we can sometimes shy away from those conversations, and, and we can sometimes back off as yeah. opposed to just sitting in the space and go, "Well, I'm yeah. here for you." I'm not even sure yeah. what I'm saying yeah. or what to say. Yeah. But I'm here. Yeah. I'm supporting yeah. you. This is tremendously powerful, and don't underestimate the power of you know a counselor, a psychologist, and and friends having multiple levels of of help, mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're all supportive. But um, definitely, definitely, Steve, just. Uh you know, there's probably many men listening to the show today and they're saying to themselves, you know, that sounds really good, but I am so scared to go and talk to my friend and say, I need help. And we know that, you know, there's so many men commit suicide, uh, are deep in depression because they won't take that first step of, you know, they've recognized they have a problem, but they're scared to go to somebody because they feel guilt, they feel all sorts of things. What advice would you give to men who are going through that and maybe listening today? Well, certainly pick the right person. Uh, go to the right person. And even if you strike out once or twice, continue. It's, it takes just uh, affirm yourself. It takes a huge amount of courage to open up as men. Yeah. Um, affirm yourself because you're actually doing a great service to yourself and to all the others, everybody else that love you. That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. And we at Momentum are all about, like you said, Steve, it's all about connection. Mm. And, and we at Momentum, are, yeah. absolutely, we will continue to, to push that barrow as long as we need to because, men, it is about connection. And uh, we just want to encourage you. It, it, it is a scary step. Uh, and at some stage, each one of us in, in this conversation right now in these studios uh, have had to have that scary step and going, am I going to be real and vulnerable here? Uh, and we can tell you that on the other side of that is real power and freedom and connectivity uh, once you start getting real and honest with, with your friends. And uh, we certainly encourage that on Momentum, that's for sure. We are talking about trauma. Steve, I, I want to throw a few scenarios at you because mm-hmm. obviously it can happen from a different variety of incidents and yep. sources. And some of them, I suppose, are, are related. Mm-hmm. And then there's other ones which... Um, perhaps we can talk about separately, but uh, the, you know, a lot of us have something from our childhood, whether it's a parent, a family member, a friend, a school, a teacher, something happened in the schoolyard, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. Yeah. Um, I suppose the starting point for that, is that uh, like a counselor situation to go, this happened for me in my childhood. Uh, I'm not even sure how to join the dots or why this is still affecting me now that I'm 30-something. Yeah. Some thoughts around that? Oh, definitely. I think from the the beauty of counselling is that uh, you you will explore, you'll explore things in you know just just unpacking your your life really so to to begin with, and that that opens things up, and so you can actually recover through through that. But I wanted to also say that you know in going back to our childhoods, maybe it was a parent or maybe it was an adult that 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 abused us or something like that you got to ask yourself what what was it that caused that what was it that caused that in that adult was it trauma in them was it was it something that was, was wrong with them so in some ways we can empathize with even you know 
some some really hard things that happen. Um, you know, the journey of forgiveness is is is, is part of this as well. Um, but um, you know, don't don't hesitate. Don't ever feel like it's it's not important enough. Trauma is a really really important thing to work through. So let me jump in and ask you this because I journeyed this with my mum who passed away last year at the age of seventy one. And there was stuff that happened from birth for me with my mum, which basically caused us to not have much of a relationship throughout my whole 47 years that I was when she passed away. And I confronted my mum several times about this. And she never, ever wanted to have the conversation. And so how... I've got my own journey of how I reconcile mm-hmm. that and it's a mm-hmm. process. But for people listening right now who might be in a similar mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. where they've perhaps had someone in their childhood abuse them or they've had a something happen to them and they've tried to have the conversation, yeah. they've tried to explain it and, and you know find forgiveness and healing through that, but the other person just can't mm-hmm. go there, doesn't want to go there, won't go there. How do they respond to that? Well, stepping into that into that other person's shoes, like in that situation for your mum, what, what what is it in her that she can't go there, or she can't empathise, or she can't can't reach back? That's sad. That's really really sad. And there's not much you can do about that, but you can reconcile that. You know, um, I'm not sure there's this myth of closure. It's not really about that, but mm. it's about understanding that there's a system of trauma in all of that. What what impacted her to that point where, where where she responded to you in that way? Why do you say the myth of closure? Well, I think in, in many ways, I know that we talk about acceptance as the final stage in the grief journey, and that's a really it's a real true thing. But I think sometimes we've we've said that we can we can achieve closure and the grief matters no more. I think there is grief that we can we carry, but it doesn't doesn't need to be painful. It's, it's something that's reconciled. We do, we, do, we do land in a place of acceptance, the things we can't change. And mm. there's a lot of peace that comes from that. Because the alternative to that is blame, isn't it? You, you hold blame within yourself and, you know, what have I done wrong that's caused this situation? And, uh, and that's not a good place to be. And it's a big issue in, in recovery, you know, 12 steps. Anybody with, with addiction problems will have, you know, a lot of the time will have that pain within them and it's it's about mm. it's that's the source stuff that's that's the that's the cause that you need to deal with the the addiction is just the effect you know mm. you need to dig deeper into you know um dealing with the the resentments the bitternesses and that sort of thing okay mm. L- let's let's flip the conversation to a degree mm-hmm. and by that i mean up until now we've talked about trauma from um an awareness piece of what might i be carrying what has happened to me? How do I deal with this? How do I process this? And so let's flick the conversation and say, if if I have a wife or a husband and I can see that they're carrying something, mm-hmm. right? So this is now, I, I've done my work and I'm relatively healthy, but I can see that I, I'm married to someone who is struggling yep. Yep. and I'm not sure how to handle this. Yep. I'm not sure what to say. What advice do you have for people now who um, are married or in a relationship or have somebody in their life that you can clearly see that something mm. is not right? Yeah. How do they broach that? So for, for a wife in that situation, it's better for you to be able to um, try and empathize and have compassion, try and just to ask why. Rather than judge, if we, we go down the rabbit warren of judging and condemning a husband or a partner or 
because of their their reactions, their anger or whatever it is, I think in in that way it can lead us down a, 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 a route that's not not very helpful. But if we have compassion enough, especially if the response in, in the person who's you know who, who's got trauma is is very sad about it and very uh, wants to fix it, and they're they're genuine about it. So we're not talking about narcissistic people here. We're talking about people who've got got trauma. But that is, if, if I'm if I'm right in in hearing what I think you just said there, yep. f- for for someone holding that space, right, continually holding that space, mm. that's really hard, because the reality is, yep. if the other person is being triggered, yep. and the response is either one of oh, aggression, yeah. or I'm shutting down, or I'm running away, or I'm closing down, or whatever it may yep. be, it does require a huge amount Ooh. of um, patience. Yeah. And awareness yep. from the other person trying to hold that space and not react yeah. and respond back yeah. to go, okay, tell me what's happening. I'm trying to hold this this gray area yeah. so that I'm not being dragged into well, that conversation too. Well, there, there is a real issue of health and safety. So if you, you need to be, protect yourself, you know, there, there are those situations where you need to be safe. So to, so to do that, but you need your support as well. And there are times when, you know, uh, speaking the truth in love as a partner, just saying, look, um, I'm concerned about you. If you come at, come at it from a caring viewpoint, mm. I think we need to get you some help. Well, and I can't do it on my own. Let's do it. Let's do it together. Yeah. I'll hold your hand. I'll walk with you. And and get the help that you need. Go to the go to your GP and, and, and your counselling. It, it's it's the it's the, um, the the village brings up the child kind right. of thing, isn't it? So right. it's it's a yeah. multidisciplinary issue. And also, you know, faith comes into this too, doesn't it? I mean, it's um, our trust in God and our relationship with Christ, you know, it makes a huge difference too. And so, you know, reach out to somebody who is of faith. Reach out to somebody who you know is leading a, a Christian life, and and uh, and they should be able to help as well as part of that whole solution yeah yeah we are just about at the end of the show it's been a a pretty deep show and there's been lots in this show uh on trauma Uh, and we just want to i suppose wrap it off by saying if there's been some stuff that's been brought up for you in the show uh please go and find someone that you can chat to about that don't sit in this and dwell on it and and you know stuff it down or whatever we we encourage you to to go and find whether it's professional help have a conversation with a good friend Mm. find someone that you can trust in your life and and start the conversation if you've had an awareness or or some light globe moments throughout the show we certainly encourage you to do that and also i just want to point you towards um steve's uh, website as well if you google steve wickham counselor you can see steve's website and he's written a blog uh, on trauma, which expands on this some more and has some really great stuff in it that will help you out. So, uh, encourage you to Google Steve Wickham Counselor. And while we're talking about websites, of course, MomentumAustralia.org is the show's website. You can find out more about the show, why we exist, and some of the previous episodes on the show at MomentumAustralia.org. Steve Wickham, thank you so much for your time today. It's been an incredible chat. Really appreciate your words of wisdom. Thank yeah. you so much, Tim and Des. Can I just say, guys, at the end of the show, um, if there's, if there's men listening in and you're struggling and you don't know where to turn to, please seek help. Go to Beyond Blue, Lifeline, anywhere you can find help is worth doing. But but having men around you who can help support you is where we're at. 
And also, Des, can I thank you for saying that? Can I also say, reach out to us at momentumaustralia.org too. We can yes. potentially point yes, you in the right direction or connect you up with someone that can give you some help as well. Momentumaustralia.org. That's it for this week's show. Thank you again to Steve. Des, appreciate your input, my friend. And we'll yes, catch you next week on Momentum. Take care. You've been listening to Momentum, a show that helps men succeed in life. For more information or to hear this week's show again, go to momentumaustralia.org. You can also access a whole range of resources to help you on your journey and to get in touch with the team at MomentumAustralia.org. Until next time, keep moving forward with Momentum. Momentum.